The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Spectrums, nurturing your inner being. Your hosts are Dee Lee and Lady J. In our program, you'll learn about connecting with the universal mind, otherwise known as pure consciousness. Did you know that you can have a direct effect on your environment and your connection with others? Find out more today. Here are your hosts, Dee Lee and Lady J. Welcome to our show, Mighty Spectrums, Nurturing Your Inner Being. My name is Dee Lee. As individuals, we are each a mighty gem made up of many individual facets. I'm honored to be here in our new show focus with my longtime friend and co-host, Lady J. We recently reconnected after 30 years. Although we have made a lot of different choices that have led us down a variety of paths to get where we are today, interestingly, we have ended up in a similar place of discovery and desire to share what we have been and are learning. When we are requesting assistance from our higher universal connections, it helps to be able to stand our ground as we change our normal patterns that we are using each day. It starts with our inner soul that we have been getting to know more and more. What do you want showing up in your world each day? Words that echo our inner soul requests usually must do um, something with uh, a feeling and usually the feelings you're looking for would be something that makes you happy, you feel loved, you feel secure, you feel energized, and that you uh, have a feeling of purpose. When we act without a focus on the expected reactions, it can feel rather like external chaos as we can create and bring our individual thought gems from inside ourselves to full expression outside of ourselves. In our show, Mighty Spectrums, we are actively seeking inspirations and learning how to do our manual shift of ourselves into action and responsibility, rather than being on a momentary autopilot. We are learning how to turn on the power keys of G, go, grow, and glow, so you can embrace where you want to go, grow, and and I can also look at it as that's from your inside to your outside reflective. Robert Louis Stevenson said, don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. Today we are exploring the universal law of cause and effect. This is also known as the less compelling law of reaping what you sow. So it's interesting if you're a gardener, if you plant a carrot, do you get a carrot or do you get a potato? Why must we, I mean, using the, the analogies of different words, why must we always reap? It's, it's the order to live in total happiness and inner peace that one day we will experience all situations through love. And when you look at acceptance of the ordering or law, um, it's based on right and wrong. 
we need to recognize that everything that goes through us is like a filter of our life experiences, and we have to sit there and really sort them out. So life is really full of lots of choices, and what you make of them will help determine your experience. And sometimes you feel like you might be uh, swimming upstream, or you may be floating in a boat and going along with the stream. So is, is, you know, when you're watching yourself as you're going through something, if you uh, feel like you're in chaos or have hit a storm, then essentially you want to seek calmer waters. And by doing so, you're also becoming more skillful in how you relate to something that's coming up. And on the other end of the spectrum, you have people that hold a creator mindset. On the other side of that spectrum, you have people that have a victim mindset. So our mindset and our thought process, you know, is really a clear determinant of how we live our life and how we approach something. If you're on a an empowered process, then you have more curiosity and you want a better outcome than having one that is just totally powerless. And when we look at all of the outcomes and experiences in our lives, you know, essentially things that you think about and put into action a lot of times show up in your, in your reality. So the general idea behind you reap what you sow is action and consequences. And if you look at your behavior um, right now, it may not be apparent, but essentially it's like when a, a farmer or a gardener has to wait for a crop. You know, they have to plant the seeds and go through the entire process of looking at how they do it, using the right tools, taking care of the seed, and down somewhere in the future, not too long usually, um, they're eventually going to have a crop of whatever they planted. And usually the reaping part of uh, the conversation of... um, what you're sowing is directly related to how you live your life. And the purpose is to encourage positive behavior. And behavior is our tr- personal um, appropriate you know, action that we're taking. And sometimes, you know, we have autopilot that gets in the way so that we're not clear sometimes of the exact things that we're working on. In physics, there's... Um, a situation that is like a uh, is Newton's third law of motion. Every action there is an equal and opposite reaction, and in this process, the um, the something that's pushing the opposite direction direction can be equally powerful. And if we look at how um, the re- reaction is, um, and what kind of change you're looking for. Um, it can be sort of a, an effect or sometimes we look at it as it affects us. The concept of action and reaction uh, is coming from a different perspective sometimes, but every thought, every word, and every action have an effect on the environment, both here in yourself and outside yourself. And um, based on modern physics, 
everything in existence is being um, is a being or something made up of fundamental vibration. And so, from this perspective, we have to consider that every choice that we make and every action we take along with it um, cannot be isolated. When we look at a moment of our lives and whatever we're doing in that moment, we have a direct impact on ourself, our internal self, our neighbors and community, and it expands from there. So it's a universal situation that uh, when you make a choice and we strive to make the best life-supporting choices, um, when we think about li- our life and how we want to create um, a, a change if we don't like what's going on, we can, we can make that choice. And as we start, start planting seeds to create peace and harmony within our own self, within our internal self, and also um, what expands outside of ourself, this will directly affect your own um, situation. And then also in your neighborhood. And from there, it expands from that point out into your uh, exterior neighborhood and town and on and on. And when we look at our own small daily concern, uh, we also can take a look at the larger issues that help, um, I mean, that affect, that are directly affected. And when it comes back to looking at it from a positive uh, effort from our own focus, it's sometimes, we're, sometimes we're not sure how that impact um, of our choice will actually have an outcome. So what is chance versus choice? So responsibility is a contraction and it's made up of two words. I always enjoy dissecting words and understanding what they mean, but responsibility is really made up of response and ability. So what is your ability to respond? How do you uh, take a look at this and the ability to respond wisely so your choices that you're making are coming along and matching up to your desired outcomes and experience. What is the opposite? Usually it's it's letting something just go along and um, it's more from a chance or others make your decisions. So you can be your own creator of your destiny, seeking your solutions, um, deciding to take action, try something new, you know, and working from you know, the attitude of you may not know all of the things that are going to affect what your decisions are, but you can know that you're going to have something happening um, as a result of a choice. And so what is, um, you know, when you look at those actions and reactions and the ability to make a choice, um, it's also... Uh, you want to be also accepting responsibility even when you might find that your choices come along and they may have gone a different direction. You don't want to be blaming yourself or others, but it's really taking a look at things and uh, forgetting, um, you know, that, I mean, if you forget your responsibilities and things go different directions, um, 
it's that's a different effect than if you uh, make a choice and also actively work with things so that you're continuing to make choices that are in the direction that you want to um, go along. So energy flows where action goes, and that's that's a phraseology that um, where you want to think of your conscious and uh, unconsciousness where you're um, wanting to have your reality. This works on the positive as well as on the negative. So if you focus your attention uh, on things that aren't working and you keep struggling um, with an attitude of uh, not knowing where you're headed and also just accepting it bouncing around, then sometimes your life can feel rather fuzzy and you aren't sure how you're going to be proceeding. Therefore, it's really important that you clearly know what you want and not only operating on the fact that um, you have a, a dream, but also that you're also a creator and wanting to create things so that essentially you can have something going in the direction that you're trying to go. So that's where the power of vision comes along. And when you think of vision it's not just your sight it's really your ability to focus and the more that you have a focus like a laser your energy is going to be more focused on something that um, is where you're trying to go and every time you concentrate and focus and are clear uh, you you basically have an opportunity to have it manifested and there's more and more studies that have been showing up that um, having a clarity, having a focus, and uh, ho- hopefully opening up boundaries and um, having more ability to drive where you're trying to go will help you get there. There's a um, study that, you know, typically energy follows where attention goes. And so um, as you're focusing uh, it it's it makes you more aware of, of the the details when you're out and about or what whatever you're focusing on it's like your point of awareness and when you're focusing it is um, very effective in the sense of um, when you take a, a look at something very close you'll actually feel it, it is vibrating and you can feel the the intensity sometimes. If you're capable of taking uh, a and looking at responsibility, you can you can break it down so that you can apply it to choices that you have for yourself, and you want to make it make sure that whatever choices you make are um, security for yourself and whatever outcome you're trying to look for, you know, has some some uh, reality for yourself, and so. Um, Jennifer Hamady put it this way in Psychology Today, by distancing ourselves from our own potential role in problems, we also disregard the possibility of our place and solutions, as well as the joy and affinity that comes from problem-solving effectively together. So when you own your choice and you accept responsibility, then there's more opportunity for empowered action. And growth is really not a, or is really a process. And to t- when you take the responsibility for 
uh, doing something or doing an action, um, which could be uh, a specific action or several actions or tasks, and essentially uh, not doing this in judgment, but to take something further, um, it is providing something that's accountable to those tasks. When we make choices, uh, sometimes looking at uh, just parts of a picture uh, and not having the full information or picture available, um, we may not have the uh, correct mix for something that needs to be having more information. So when it when you look at um, the benefits, uh, Napoleon Hill said, every adversity, every failure, every heartache carries with it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. comes back to the fact that everything really is energy. How do you focus on something? And do you know what the intensity is? So... Um, you can approach this in different ways. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back and explore some more ideas. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. So, there you are again, facing a mountain of choices in the greeting card aisle. You have 10 minutes left of your lunch break, or maybe the family is waiting for your presence at the end of the day. Maybe you're even on your way to the celebration, and you still have to select a gift as well. Keep your collection gift cards to the rescue. Dozens of beautiful, thoughtful, spiritual keeper poems meant for perpetual inspiration and display. Start a collection for yourself or someone you love. Keeper Collection gift cards. Buy now. Be prepared. Exclusively at Spirit Wine Publication. Check it out at spiritwinepub.org. Do you find yourself taking things for granted? Most humans today live their life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects constantly requiring attention. It is easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb. You have a choice to make. It doesn't take very long. Hang one of Dee Lee's beautiful, inspirational photo gems on your cubicle wall or where you spend a lot of time and accept the invitation to step on inside to an immediate sanctuary. Discovery awaits you at essenceofauthenticpresence.com. M. Rita Nicole Marketing, incorporating the finest thoughts, words, and deeds, hastens divine evolution. Lady J's corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com, markets the finest companies which desire to serve, employ, or provide business opportunities, inspiring mankind to goodwill, endeavoring to broaden the consciousness and knowledge to those seekers of such, following both Christian Orthodox and ageless wisdom teachings, the full gamut of life resources on one website, always growing, always beneficial. Join us at amritanicolemarketing.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J. 
If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send them to mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. That's mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Spectrums. We're talking about sowing um, the seeds of, of di- or reaping what you sow. And sowing seeds is coming back with language that uh, a gardener would use, too. So you can also think of gardening your uh, so, I mean yourself inten- internally and also how you um, affect yourself on the outside. So sowing thought seeds with intent for taking responsibility is one way of taking a look at it. And you can have a ritual that you might want to try. Um, and by doing it, you can have it as a ceremony that might seem more powerful than just sitting and pondering it. What you would want to do is is do um, some physical planting of seeds. And so your basic uh, materials that you would need would be soil, some kind of a container, a small gar- gardening shovel or trowel, uh, some assorted seeds, strips of paper, a pen or marker, and water. The practice of physically planting something, um, and you can put intention into the seeds, is helping you experience something of setting up the intention and then on a regular basis as you care for the seed it's kind of like caring for your intention you'll notice that there's a response so as you go through this process and connect and match your intentions it's a, it's an opportunity to really have a, a ritual where you would care for the seeds on a regular basis you would feel like you're Uh, connecting to it because you have a tactile relationship when you dig your hands in the dirt and even if you added um, some personality to the seed for some some reason you might want to call it a name that is part of your intentions and when you feel like you're connecting to the seed you can talk with it and have a feeling about it when you do this you you really bury your intention on the strip of paper you know, I mean, you could, um, on each seed location, you could write an, a, a name and have that buried with the seed, or you could have it on top so that you can have something to really focus on. So when you do that, um, as you're going through your time period, you know, the the seed operates on its own time frame. So it, it would have time for growing, and uh, as you start seeing the... Um, other things coming through, like you know the leaves and the the stem of the the plant coming up to look around, um, you'll get the feeling of you know here is something that's going to grow and be maturing. So, and when you think of it, Confucius came along and said, if you think in terms of a year, plant a seed; if in terms of ten years, plant trees. If in terms of a hundred years, teach the people. So when you take a look at harvesting time, and harvesting would be uh, not immediate, obviously after you plant a seed, but it helps you to become aware of what time does uh, happen 
within yourself as you're proceeding and looking at this whole process with some intention of either having something physically happening or some other growth within yourself. And you'll become more surprised, I think, as you approach this because it feels more like you can be aware of it in a physical sense as you focus on it. And it does really make you happy and offers an opportunity for um, calming down some of the daily events uh, when you focus like that. So it's it's, um, interesting. Dennis Waitfully said, a sign of wisdom and and, um, maturity is when you come to terms with the realization that your decisions cause your rewards and consequences. You are responsible for your life and your ultimate success depends on the choices that you make. So feelings or taking a look at responsibility and along with that can be feelings of discipline, which is another word that a lot of people shy away from. It's, it's really taking a look at them in a different perspective so that you can approach it from a growth perspective and feel good perspective rather than it, having it look like some kind of restriction. When you take a look at it um, from that that side, um, you'll feel better about it too. And it's one of those that you want to um, approach this whole event of sowing what you reap or reaping what you sow <laughs> in reverse. Um, you're giving yourself a a permission to actually live the life you want and you know when you take a look at a lot of the different act- actions that require someone to have awareness and step forward in a way to um, plan out their life and their plans to make sure that they they uh, take the responsibility and the steps to go that direction um, essentially you want to hold yourself in a higher perspective and on a higher standard than just kind of going along with life because that gives you a chance to um, at least have the potential that you um, you show up as you are thinking you're going to kind of like a seed you know and, and so um, if you take care of yourself along the way in these different attitudes um, and sow the seeds and take care of the seeds of yourself, um, there's more potential that you're going to be um, coming along with you know, the life that you want. And um, the future is really in your hands. So how do you want to, um, what are your intentions? You know, what do you want to be and do uh, coming along down the road? It's really... Um, taking a look at it from a higher wisdom perspective. And most humans today live a normal life in daily state of being overwhelmed. That's not a required state that you have to stay in. And so the um, antidote is to simply start paying attention to the state of your own mindset, along with acknowledgement of where you're operating. And when you do that, you can feel very empowered And um, Robert Collier said, plant the seed of desire in your mind and it forms a nucleus with power to attract to itself everything needed for its fulfillment. And along that line, you know, the seeds of intention 
are just part of it. And um, enjoy the moment. This moment is all that we have. It is only in this moment that life happens. Treasure it, bless it, thank it, and live it. Live it fully, regardless of what you're doing. Savor it. Stop and pay attention as you cannot get them back when you float in and out. And, you know, look for the best things in life that you can go along with. Buddha said the trouble is you think you have time. Start the journey now. And uh, Buddha also said in the sky there is no distinction of east and west. People create distinctions out of their own minds and then believe them to be true. Be careful what you believe. And on that note, we're going to um, take a a moment and check in with Lady J and take a look at some of her um, thought processes along the uh, law of cause and effect, reaping what you sow. Hi, Delee. Thank you. Did you know that on this date in 1876, the very first telephone call was made by Alexander Graham Bell to Thomas Watson? We've come a long way, baby. It sounds like a very long time ago, but in our present society of speed, 141 years is a blink. And just for you, Delee, lover of numbers, that was only 72,109,600 minutes ago. (laughs) I think that fits in very well with the cause and effect of what that brought about with our cell phones and all the other technology that goes with it today. And I'm going to get right into our subject, which is the principle of cause and effect. It is also known as the less compelling principle of reaping what you sow, of which humanity has apparently long forgotten for the inconvenience of responsibility it required. May the seriousness of our present crisis be brought into full focus once again through this insightful explanation coming up this program. Alan Hop King, ageless wisdom teacher and author of Esoteric Healing, states in his book that identifying with thoughts, feelings, or acting in such a way that is not in line with or losing the awareness and presence of one's true inner purpose, the life purpose of our original intention, is called being fractured. These fractures can be tiny and huge. They can be known and unknown. Fractures are the means of developing and progressing evolutionary change and achievement. The fractures themselves enjoy being overcome because to them they can then enter their own world as much as the light forces which overcame the fracture enters the light world of freedom. It is a dual bonus each time. We do it in our own lives from minute to minute, indeed second to second. It hinges on our will, supported by our love and intelligence. This is the way of evolution, transformation, revelation, and enlightenment. When it's pointed out that the principle of cause and effect, rightly understood and rightly wielded, can bring that which produces happiness, good, and freedom from pain more easily than it brings pain with its chain of consequences, do you feel able to grasp the significance? The principle of cause and effect is not the principle of retribution. As one would surmise as one reads the current books upon the subject, retribution is but one aspect 
of the working of the principle of cause and effect. Men interpret these dimly sensed principles in terms of finality, and from their little point of view, the idea of retribution runs through much of the teaching on karma, for instance, because men seek a plausible explanation of things as they appear to be, and are themselves fond of dealing out retribution. Yet there is far more general good karma than bad, little as you may think it when immersed in such a period as the present. Vivica Chi states we are perpetually immersed in good, call it karmic or not, because that was the divine intention from the beginning. All through the steps of creation in the book of Genesis, each was ended with, and it was good and culminating the end in Genesis 1.31 as God looked over it all and exclaimed, It was very good. We are so accustomed to the atmosphere of good that we don't recognize it until some form of bad atmosphere pierces the reverie. And most of that bad atmosphere was invited in by our own selves as we occupied in that state of expectancy. Written, we are told, it must be understood that people try to forget grievous examples. The destruction of entire continents is cautiously excluded from the old writings. Equally well concealed are many indications of the events determining world destiny. We do not like to torture ourselves, say the custodians of mankind and they are ready to hide from themselves bankruptcy and their defeat. But it is known the absurdity of attempted hiding what exists. The examples of the past will teach caution. The principle of cause and effect is today a great and incontrovertible fact in the consciousness of humanity everywhere. They may not call it by that name, but they are well aware that in today's events, the nations are reaping what they sowed. This great principle, at one time a theory, is now a proven fact and a recognized factor in human thinking. The frequently asked question, why, brings in the factor of cause and effect with constant inevitability. The concepts of heredity and of environment are efforts to explain existing human conditions, qualities, racial characteristics, national temperaments and ideals prove the fact of some initiating world of causes. Historical conditions, the relationships between nations, social taboos, religious convictions and tendencies can all be traced to originating causes, some of them most ancient. Everything that is happening in the world today and which is so potently affecting humanity, things of beauty and of horror, modes of living and civilization and culture, prejudices and likings, scientific attainment and artistic expression, and the many ways in which humanity throughout the planet colors existence are aspects of effects initiated somewhere on some level at some time by human beings, both individually and en masse. Karma, cause and effect, sow and reap, 
is therefore that which man has instituted, carried forward, endorsed, omitted to do, or has done right through the ages until the present moment. Today the harvest is ripe, and mankind is reaping what it has sown, preparatory to a fresh ploughing in the springtime of the new age, with a fresh sowing of seed, which will, let us pray and hope, produce a better harvest. Folks, we have a commercial coming at us, so let's take advantage of it, refresh our coffee, and come right back. We've got some really profound information ahead. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you find yourself taking things for granted? Most humans today live their life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed. There are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects constantly requiring attention. It is easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb. You have a choice to make. It doesn't take very long. Hang one of Dee Lee's beautiful inspirational photo gems on your cubicle wall or where you spend a lot of time and accept the invitation to step on inside to an immediate sanctuary. Discovery awaits you at essenceofauthenticpresence.com. Amrita Nicole Marketing, incorporating the finest thoughts, words, and deeds, hastens divine evolution. Lady J's corporate website, amritanicolemarketing.com, markets the finest companies which desire to serve, employ, or provide business opportunities, inspiring mankind to goodwill, endeavoring to broaden the consciousness and knowledge to those seekers of such, following both Christian Orthodox and ageless wisdom teachings, the full gamut of life resources on one website, always growing, always beneficial. Join us at amritanicolemarketing.com. So, there you are again, facing a mountain of choices in the greeting card aisle. You have 10 minutes left of your lunch break, or maybe the family is waiting for your presence at the end of the day. Maybe you're even on your way to the celebration, and you still have to select a gift as well. Keeper Collection Gift Cards to the Rescue. Dozens of beautiful, thoughtful, spiritual keeper poems meant for perpetual inspiration and display. Start a collection for yourself or someone you love. Keeper Collection gift cards. Buy now. Be prepared. Exclusively at Spirit Wine Publication. Check it out at spiritwinepub.org. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send them to mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. That's mightyspectrums.va at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here are examples of this principle at work so that we can see the causes of our spiritual crisis as provided by the coming Christ. It is vital, so I will quote it. 
One of the coming Christ's primary concerns is to illuminate the nature of the spiritual crisis of our time. But we cannot understand this spiritual crisis, he says, without a clear consideration of the underlying causes and their effects. The principle of cause and effect can be understood as a major expression of spiritual principle, and to the extent that we learn to recognize and apply this principle, spiritual principle is illuminated for us. It is important in this regard to train oneself to perceive patterns. When, for example, a civilian airliner is shot down, it will be found that for no obvious reason one or two other planes are lost. This constitutes a pattern. Nature, like the rest of creation, is composed of atoms. Since man-made items, such as airplanes, are equally composed of atoms, when these patterns are interfered with, crashes are inevitable. Similarly, there are patterns in nature that must be respected. If you disturb these patterns, the elements of nature, the weather cycles, and human beings themselves become disturbed. Spiritual bankruptcy creates the suffering of disease in the world, while physical disasters such as earthquakes, explosions, and murder come about because of ill health on the mental plane. Life consists of the mind, spirit, and body. If the natural evolution of these bodies is retarded or hampered by man-made principles, there are always disastrous consequences. If the physical body is starved, it weakens and becomes sick. If the spiritual body is starved, a person fades and dies. If the mental body is starved, a person loses his direction in life. People whose balance in mind, spirit, and body is fragile can be tipped over the edge by the disturbance of atomic patterns. Motiveless murders are the result. One of the primary causes of our spiritual crisis, Christ teaches, is complacency, the root of all evil in the world. Wherever there is complacency, he says, there is the seed of corruption, chaos, confusion, and ultimate destruction. Complacency is not outside us, but inside, a mentality that can be summed up as, I'm all right, Jack. This mentality leads both individuals and institutions to become estranged and disconnected from the realities of life. In this condition, one has no vision and can only produce ineffective solutions. When people move in this mental atmosphere of complacency, they are essentially cut off from their real selves and fall into a monotonous routine, the same old thing day in and day out. Life is movement, but complacent people are, in effect, in an arrested condition. The mind, therefore, seeks new peaks of experience, which can and often does lead to a variety of forms of corruption and perversion. Thus, complacency is ultimately self-destructive, and whole societies can be destroyed by it. The following are some examples of how human beings have set in motion energies which, under the principle of cause and effect, have generated the social, political, and economic effects causing so much destruction today.
commercialization and market forces. In the last few years, we've seen a reduction in the wars and conflicts taking place throughout the world as the superpowers have withdrawn from their policy of supplying arms to further their own foreign arms and interests. Gratefully, the energy which drives soldiers into battles and fills the air with warplanes has been switched off. But we are also informed that energy cannot just disappear. It has to go somewhere. This energy has been roaming the world and suddenly it has found a new womb. The commercialization created by market forces and comparison. Freedom is not found in the free play of market forces, for market forces have no eyes. They are blind and therefore satanic, leading inevitably to mine and more, that is, to possessiveness and greed without end. Market forces will bring this civilization, as we have known it, to the edge of disaster. Market forces have created social and natural havoc. People have been condemned to death, literally, in the name of profit and loss. Hospitals have been shut because they are not profitable. Schools have difficulty staying open. These institutions are essential for the health and well-being of society. The new creed of superpowers has become the economy, which is the very soul of commercialization. This represents a serious new threat to the world, one that could even compromise human life. Commercialization is more destructive than any nuclear bomb. The quality of commercialization is greed and, in the coming Christ view, commercialization means making money while others starve. It will affect all nations, he says. This negative energy which recoiled from the battlefield will create a very hostile world. It is the human mind which has created this force and it can be changed by the same, by human awareness. Only the coming Christ, however, has the power to turn this destructive energy into a creative force. Commercialization throughout the world is part of the pattern that will result in a major collapse of the world's stock markets, beginning in Japan. After this crash, the first duty of governments will be to feed people with the right food. Their second duty will be to ensure adequate housing. Next will come health and education, and lastly, defense. In short, the crash will lead to a reordering of priorities. Already there are many strikes taking place as people begin to question the boss-employee relationship. This is because the new energy is already diluting and sweeping away the master-servant relationship which underlies so much of market forces. You can only solve the problems of the world with a sense of realism that is not clouded by ideology or market forces. Politicians whose creed is market forces will find that their time is over. Capitalism in its pure form is at an end in Europe. It has no future whatsoever. Instead, countries will model their governments on a form of democratic socialism. 
Gradually, this will become the model for all nations as the most effective way to ensure that the voice and will of the people is properly represented. In the new systems, even market forces will be based on social consciousness. Market forces will not be in charge of social consciousness. It is social consciousness which will guide market forces. And then he speaks on crime and violence. Society as a whole is attempting to emerge from its bondage, and the eruption of crime, corruption, drugs, and violence are the inevitable prelude. Society as a whole is attempting to emerge from its bondage, and the eruption of crime, corruption, drugs, and violence are the inevitable prelude. In the case of violent crime, the self realizes it is imprisoned in the web of the mind to such an extent that there is no purpose left in life. The vibrations of mind, spirit, and body are disturbed, and crimes are committed. The self is not the perpetrator of these crimes. The perpetrator is the confused mind which has taken over the self. Take, for example, child abuse. In many cases, a single powerful thought has taken hold of the mind to the exclusion of all else. This is destructive. In order to help the person to detach himself from that thought, it is necessary to lead him to an awareness of the self, the observer, the watcher. The self is not the mind. This will create a space inside the person and will enable him to free himself. There are no shortcuts to this process, but it is itself part of a method which also includes beneficial breathing technique. There is training of certain people who are fitted for this type of work, and appropriate training will yield results. In addition, harmless drugs will be found which will help to calm the nerves. It is in cities that crime combustion occurs, where people are addicted to drugs, sexual violence, murder, and other crimes. This process of combustion brings the dirt up to the surface. Neither the police nor the military, however, will be able adequately to control the outbreak of crime now occurring. At the moment, Prison is the only alternative for violent and dangerous criminals. The violence cannot be cured by sentencing people to prison. Moreover, the coming Christ points out, not all people are in prison for violent crimes. Many who are in prison are not even criminals. As for the drug epidemic, the politician's contribution to the problem of drug addiction consists of television advertisements to curb drug abuse. But the politicians alone are to blame for the desperation of these people. If people are so straitened in life that they cannot even eat properly, they will lead desperate lives. They will sell their bodies, steal, and end up in prison. If you deprive people of any future in life, deprive them of nourishment, they will end up on drugs to help them forget their desperation. And from drugs, it is not far to crime and even murder. The massive threat posed by drugs cannot be solved through the fear of the principal. Strong policing will be needed to crack down on the organized gangs of drug producers, but it is not the answer to the individual drug user.
drug addicts are suffering from spiritual starvation, from extreme self-alienation. Life becomes purposeless, and people want to bring their lives to an end, and so they commit slow suicide via drugs. Vivica Chi wants to insert a statement here to let it be known that ageless wisdom teaches that the one who commits suicide only solidifies their existence on another plane in the same agonizing darkness from which they attempted to escape until the time of their natural death passes and they will be freed to continue on the soul perfection journey. Christ continues, If life has no meaning, then meaning is what must be restored. And for this to occur, it is necessary for the person to experience himself differently, to experience a sense of his own worth. Once that happens, he can grow in self-awareness. How can this be achieved? Not through the fear of principles or by preaching ideology, not by restricting people's movements or by extra police or more prison sales. The only answer, the coming Christ states, is developing detachment in mind, spirit, and body. You must become free from any ism, for that is the deadliest drug. This can only happen when the self is given self-respect. It is like a sponge. It absorbs illusions like water and engulfs the self. When helping drug addicts, it is no use telling them not to take drugs or sending the police to arrest them. The only way to transform their lives is by teaching them, be what you are. They should be taught to practice detachment even while they are still taking drugs. The next time they take drugs, they will find themselves a little reluctant about continuing their habit until eventually they will realize that it is the body that is being injected with drugs and not the self. Through awareness and then detachment, Habits of all kinds will fall away like leaves in the autumn. The power of the environment should also be used to create self-awareness. When an individual enters a church, he feels peaceful and tranquil. The self experiences this, and the mind is no longer in confusion or turmoil. Living in the bleak, depressing conditions of a run-down council estate, a person's mind will be desperate and reach for drugs to find escape. That is why the environment should be a high priority among the country's leaders. Clean your environment and your life will respond to it, he says. If there is no stress or strain in your surroundings, then there is no need for drugs, for within the human body is the most powerful drug known to humanity. Detachment. A note here, detachment means simply to preserve ever the attitude of the onlooker in the head. Thus, the detachment of the soul will grow, while the attachment of the soul to souls will grow and increase. There is a link in this text on my website, amritanicolemarketing.com, that you will find for more information on detachment. 
It continues, an energy has been released in the world which counteracts negative forces. Eventually, certain judicial reforms will take place, and minor or petty crimes will not lead to prison sentences. When world tension begins to decrease, when the principle of sharing begins to be implemented through a variety of social, economic, and political reforms, people will feel less threatened and there will be less and less crime. Again, in this text on my website, you will find a link for more on this topic. I send you off to a sublime weekend with this prayer from Vivica G. May we each recognize, acknowledge, and strive to perfect in our lives individually and corporately those principles and precepts of the ageless wisdom, those living ethics of the Agni Yoga. Guide us into our new nature of serving perfectly, daily teaching through right action and reaction, with no thought of ourselves or concern for the future. Thank you for joining us this week. Tune in every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Mighty Spectrums with Dee Lee and Lady J on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you with another edition of the show next time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.